In Montana, a woman who was camping awoke to a 400-pound bear outside her tent. She shouted. She awoke the nearby campers, a pair of cyclists who were also shouting. She had bear spray on her. So it turns out she successfully did fend off the bear. But unfortunately, the bear came back an hour later. It mauled her. She died. So what can you do if there is a bear nearby? Christine Miller is with the North Shore Bear Society, and she joins me on the line now. Good morning, Christine. Good morning, Roji. Okay, Christine, what goes through your mind when you hear that story? Well, it's very tragic because um, it's so rare and it gets so much attention that it gets people kind of overreacting to the black bears that they might encounter in, you know, the metro area. That was a grizzly bear. Uh, there's a difference of opinion as to whether it was a defensive attack or a predatory attack, and we'll never know for sure. But there are many kind of errors that the reports indicate were made in that situation that could have contributed to that attack. Uh, She had um, food in her tent at one point. She did remove it, but the odor would remain because bears have an incredible sense of smell. And uh, according to the report that I read, she had toiletries uh, stored in blueberry bags, dried blueberry bags that still smelled like blueberries. Which were inside the tent still. Yes, and and toiletries are a definite thing to not have in your tent. Um, they, a lot of them have odors that would attract a bear. So Christine, you read the 26 page report that addressed the, the issues. I didn't read the 26 uh, page report. No, I just read some media coverage. Okay. What else did you, did, did, uh, set, set off a flag for you in reading that? Well, um, there are things that I don't know uh, about what occurred near her tent. I mean, I uh, did look up some other possible uh, things that we don't know about necessarily unless we are going on a trip like that and do our research. But, you know, it said that, um, you know, if you go to the bathroom near your tent, it can attract bears, that the salt in the urine can be an attractant. Uh, we also know that all food, if if you're in an area where there's bears, especially grizzly bears, you should be uh, caching the food, you know, having them in bear bags, or if you're hiking and you would need bear bags, if you're in a, some kind of vehicle, you can have um, storage that's airtight. But if you're hiking in, like I believe she was, um, you can ha- hang these bear bags from trees away from your tent so that uh, you're safer that way. Christine, does the species have something to do with it as well? Uh, black bears are generally uh, easier to coexist with. Grizzly bears are a different species that uh, live away from communities. Black bears that we encounter here uh, are are very peaceful, um, calm animals that many of them have learned to coexist with people because uh, 
Many of our communities are very porous in that the residential areas are right next to forests and wildlife corridors, such as the many creeks that flow through. I live right beside a creek, and, uh, you know, the community wisely keeps it forested uh, to keep the banks stable and uh, keep it um, the water fresh and so on. So it's a good place for wildlife to pass through. So it means that wildlife sightings in the metro area, particularly on the North Shore, are not uncommon. Yeah, um, one thing that the wildlife officials said after they had investigated this uh, further, this incident in Montana, they said that the bear had developed a predatory instinct. Uh, What would we encounter here, say, for example, in the North Shore of BC? Um, I've never heard of a black bear being predatory on the North Shore. They're they're not. uh, And any kind of... um, Reaction I've heard from a black bear here is a defensive one, where if somebody runs around the corner of their house and bumps into the bear, he might swat at them. I okay. think I could count on a couple of fingers how often that's happened. They're they're not um, they're totally different species, and people here encounter them all the time. Yeah, they do. So let's talk about what to do to keep safe when we encounter them. What are your top tips? Well, uh, first of all, if you're in their natural habitat, we need to be making noise so we don't have surprise encounters. Um, They generally, if they hear people coming, whether they're hikers, bikers, or dog walkers, will uh, stay out of the way and let you go by. Some that have had more encounters with people um, will just sort of still be visible but let you go by. We encourage people to um, give the bear lots of space. So if we see one on a trail, to um, back away and talk to them calmly so that they know that we're giving them their space. In the community itself, this message has been going on since forever. Um, People need to uh, manage their attractants so as not to entice bears to feed on unnatural food sources. Uh, Bears are opportunistic feeders, and so they'll eat whatever's available. So they're not just coming into the community to search for food. They're just close by, and they can smell the food from far away. And our latest challenge in my work, is that people are putting food scraps in their garbage carts, even though we have an organic, separated organic collection. Oh, sure. So Christine, that happens mor- so much. I see it so, so often. I think people just, uh, it's for convenience, I think. Yeah, and so the, the problem is that the organics are picked up early in the morning uh, to get rid of the food scraps, yes. and the garbage sits off until afternoon. And yes. so, uh, you know, when we have issues with bears um, finding food all the time, uh, often the bears pay with their lives, and it's really heartbreaking. Yes, absolutely. Christine, I really appreciate you sharing this info with us this morning. Well, nice to talk with you, Raji. Have a beautiful day. You too.